0: Welcome to the uh, Sad Moth Podcast. Oh, you recording? Yes. Oh. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. Oh, you want this other brewski? Yeah, yeah. No,
1: I'll, take, no, I'll
0: take it. Just a couple of working guys working cracking guys, them man. over. I, I, a couple. couple of drivers. Yeah. I started today. Really? You did? Did you notice my hat? I honestly
1: didn't. but my a, a hat? That's, a, that's a way sicker hat than I get. Yeah? Yeah. we got a lot like of a good hat. hats. Well, the, I have this hat. That's my main one. You but wear that, that hat. What? Uh, you, do you have a uniform at all? I have a hat that I can wear. I yeah. have to wear a Hallman Lindsay shirt under at least mm-hmm. underneath something. Mm-hmm. But other than that, not really. Interesting. Do you got to wear like a. We have like button? Cintas shit. Oh really? Yeah. I think mean, he probably ride. I That's a it. sick hat. I got to get measured and stuff for my uniform. Really? Yeah. Damn. They gave me, like, seven shirts when I started.
0: Right. Which
1: is crazy.
0: And we have to pay for them, too. Like, oh, three dollars a week. But they wash them. They wash them for you.
1: Oh. Well, is that... I guess. Jeez. Well, anyway.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Sad Moth pod- okay. Podcast once again.
1: Episode Act- three. Yeah. Technically.
0: Sorry. Well... Of not this, counting. of this thing,
1: yeah,
0: uh, that we're doing, not
1: counting the first two and the last five or six, and the the one that we did with the songs, this is a this is a third album, right, um, right, showdown, thing. It's um, got a title, mm-hmm. guess, somewhere in there. I think it's called Sadmouth Smackdown. Ooh, that's good. That's better. Smackdown. Sadmouth Smackdown.
0: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday,
1: Sunday, Sunday. What are the albums we're doing this week, Noah? We're doing. <laughs> what stellar pieces of musical art are we going to dissect this week?
0: We're doing uh, two albums
1: that almost
0: killed the Sad Moth Smackdown because <laughs> we didn't want to listen to these albums. We went on
1: a mild hiatus just because we didn't <laughs> want to listen to
0: these. A really poor decision. It, we thought, like. Okay, conceptually, it's hilarious. We thought right, it right. would be a good goof. To do two really boring bad albums, but there then we realized we had to listen we to the albums. Ourselves. We we goofed ourselves and uh, and we paid for it. it. Took like three weeks to do this.
1: The albums that we're uh, doing today are the 2005 Frey debut. The
0: seminal 2005.
1: seminal 2005 Frey released by Frey. How to save a life. Frey LP. Frey LP, uh, and. Um, the also oh equally seminal mm-hmm. 2001 2002 2000 album by uh, Train 2000 2001 2001 Big Year yeah and Trey was the bit <laughs> Train was the biggest but ba-
0: Trey Train Trey. and Train was the biggest band in the
1: world coming on out Drops to Jupiter is the name of the album and well yeah. I- ironically both of well not ironically that that doesn't work but Weirdly enough, both of the albums are named after their biggest songs. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, uh, in, in addition to doing a couple new stellar records, we're also changing up, um, changing up our style a little bit.
0: Yeah, so the last one got a little contentious. A little heated. A little, little heated. I wouldn't um, listen to it. I'm not a fan. Patrick refused to listen to it, and as such, we have decided to stop making it a direct competition between two people, um, defending two albums, and to just discuss the albums, compare and contrast the albums, not have sides, and then to vote at the end. Well,
1: and, I, for me, it's not about that I didn't like getting heated. But it's the fact right. that I don't think because we got heated mm-hmm. that necessarily our best points or the reasons why we even like the albums to begin with right. got highlighted. Yes. Um, and the discussion just moved in a very antagonistic way, mm-hmm. which is, like, you know, I'm going to, I'll take responsibility for that a little bit.
0: I will too. I, yeah, I tried to, you know. <laughs> I, will too. I was, I was, I was, I was
1: uh, we got heated, we got heated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, today we're, we're, we're cooling down, we're doing a nice, mellow... Mm-hmm. Freight Train. Freight Train. Freight Train. All aboard the Freight Train. Choo-choo. Freight Train. Sunday. (laughs) Bonesaw is ready. (laughs) We're getting into it. We're getting into it. Uh, There's no... So usually we start out with, like, background on the album. I mean, like,
0: who gives a (laughs) fuck?
1: Hey, that. There's also, like, no significant background. Both of these bands were relatively unsuccessful and then these albums were their breakout albums in the phrase case it was their debut with um probably each of their biggest well their biggest hits to that point mm-hmm. um so i kind of want to start with the fray if that's okay with you right. kind of talking about how to save a life because what surprised me listening to this album if i have to start with a positive i'll start with a positive if this is a positive mm-hmm. I actually I, I knew much more Of the album Than I thought I was going to Really I knew like Four or five songs Out of twelve oh. Like And like pretty well Too Like I knew Going into it Everyone knows How to save a life Everyone knows Um oh, no, Over no. my head in the, car. Yeah Parentheses cable, yeah. cable Parentheses, car Parentheses cable car Um But also I knew very I knew I think All at once And look after you No both of those songs, I think. Well, I, you know, I, full disclosure, I am a, I, I used to be a Perkins employee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Fray are just that, Perkin, yeah. that that perfect Perkins radio I band. See that, I see that. Yeah. So I, have heard, I've heard quite a few of these songs. What surprised me even more is how um, uniformly drab and muddy the whole album was. Just. <laughs> yeah. Just in, Incredibly grating to get through.
0: yeah. Um, I as far as my background, my <laughs> so that does
1: that even work on any level?
0: Well, it's like you know I, I do you know Frey in history. Do you know like fish fans talk about their fish trees? But that works because there's an eight So Frey fans talk about their free street free streets, they're,
1: they're, they're checkered, they're checkered frast.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Um, I owned "Over My Head" parentheses, "Cable Car" and "How to Save a Life" on my uh, iPod Touch. I bought them as singles on the iTunes Store. Oh man! Um, So I know those two songs extremely well, and it was a nostalgic and pleasant experience to revisit them and to read the lyrics and actually figure out what he's saying
1: okay well let's... And like
0: cuz it's like one of those songs where it's like not super clear what he's saying but you know like all the sounds of the melody you yeah. know um and as for any other song i don't think i've listened i had listened to any of the other songs up until we did this
1: so well let's i actually to be honest how to save a life has never been my favorite yeah. and i have never ever liked how to save a life um, over My Head has always been <laughs> low-key jam. Yeah. But um, never liked How to Save a Life. But and I always assumed it was just some generic... And it is. Not that it's not. Generic, you know, kind of like... Uh, gentrified depression anthem of, you know... But it's... Mm-hmm. It, 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 like, to be fair, all of their songs are really melodramatic. But I think the narrative is pretty decent when if you're if you're just reading the lyrics. Okay, so do you think this do you think How to Save a Life is about like suicide? No, I think it's about a drug addict. Oh. I think it's about um reading the song, it seems to to me, to me it reads like he is he has a friend who is a spiraling uh Drug addict, and he's trying to talk mm. them mm-hmm. down. To It can obviously be read as like you know. I'm sure a lot of people read it as you know depression and stuff like that at the time. But um, there's like there's there's certain. Um, I think I think it reads as as, as, a, as a drug thing more than anything. What do you what about you? Know?
0: I when I read this. Like, last week, I was like, oh, shit, this song's about suicide. And it's about, like, essentially someone, like, a friend killing your, themselves. And, like, the narrator is, like, a person, like, who knew them, who was their friend, and is, like, examining, like, what they did wrong. Yeah. And how they could have prevented it. And, and I think that's lost,
1: like you can read. I lost a friend. Yeah. I think both of our interpretations, because mm-hmm. both. I mean, you obviously lose yourself from dying, but you also lose yourself through, you know, drug addiction as well. I think you can read it for both. Ways. I, I think it is
0: a commendably
1: complex,
0: dark, and pretty tasteful. No. Yeah take on this kind of situation for, for like a number one pop single. From a lyrical really?
1: from a lyrical standpoint. Yeah. I completely agree. I reading it, I actually got more out of it just reading it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got more out of it and enjoyed it much more than than l- ever listening to it. Do you like I, the song? I think I think the, the the problem I have with a lot of phrase songs is a, I think, at least on this album, production-wise, I think it's very muddy. I think the piano and the guitar, A, are not really ever doing anything very interesting, and they just kind of bleed into each other. And it's just, it's just very uniform throughout the whole album it doesn't it no, no song stands out instrumentally whatsoever except for a few that are just piano but lyrically how to save a life i thought was was it, it surprised me in that i did i i i didn't really mind it that much and the whole album in general i didn't really mind too much i thought yeah. most of it was was completely listenable for sure and there were even some highlights that maybe I will return to. Maybe. maybe really? mm, nah, nah, well, mm, probably not, but yeah,
0: I'm gonna be listening to Over My Head, parentheses, Cable Car, and How to Save a Life till the Day I Die. I will
1: probably never, ever listen to any of these other songs, ever. I'll, let, I'll return to Over My Head. I think Over My Head, if we want to talk about that for a second, it's is, Fucking Jam. Yeah, well, the thing is, yeah. with, with both of these albums, what I want from both of them is... Is you know, if you're if you're gonna give me like write a good the song. same sound, write a good song a good and give me song. a good hook. Yeah. And that's what over my head does. It's got a great hook, real catchy hook. And it's just a fine song. It's and I you know, something that I that I also thought I like not that I loved it, but I liked it more than I thought I would. Is uh what's whatever his name says. I like the the singer for the phrase voice more specifically on this song. Let's talk about his voice. Okay. Do you think he sounds like Tom York?
0: I think not (laughs) specifically in the, actually in the the two hits, Mm -hmm. but like in the rest of the album, he like starts to like really sound like Tom York in, in, here's my theory. It's Tom York in the verses, Mm -hmm. Bono in the choruses. I think it's real. And once you start thinking about it, you're like, holy shit. You
1: can't escape it? You can't deny it. Cause I mean, for me, his voice never got that high.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't do, like, the upper octave thing.
1: What what I like, his voice is very kind of uniformly, I mean, a a lot of bands around that time had even more uninteresting voices, but his voice almost has, it's kind of grainy a little bit. It's got a little bit, Mm -hmm. it's got just enough of that edge, that PG edge. This ain't G, this is that, he's got a PG edge to it. Specifically... Freya
0: are a very PG band. Oh,
1: they totally are. They (laughs) totally are. If they were a video game, they'd be E10. they they got just (laughs) enough of that edge. And he, I I actually do like how his voice kind of... His vocals kind of crack towards the end of uh, Cable Car Over My Head. Everything else about it is just like a safe alt-rock, in parentheses, piano. I mean, all their songs are (laughs) alt-rock, piano-driven pop songs, but... I do like how that song builds and ends. Over My Head, I think... Would you say best song in the album, probably? You know, I
0: like How to Save a Life better.
1: Mm, I do. Yeah. I personally, uh, I like the song of Over My Head better. I like the lyrical sentiment and craftsmanship mm-hmm. of How to Save a Life. Well, I'd probably switch that up. I don't know what I'm saying. Over My
0: Head is good. Interesting lyrically, too, I think. It's. Uh, I don't know if it's... It's about, like, a fight with your, like, a friend. It's about, it's about his, uh, f- yeah. so this guy's, what's this guy's name? It's Isaac. So the, Isaac so the, Slade. Isaac Slade. That's,
1: oh. <laughs>
0: So Isaac Slade. Isaac Slade. songwriter, <laughs> Isaac Slade. It's about a fight he had with his brother. Yeah. And, and the metaphor is that they're like, okay, you know, it's like, I wish you were a stranger I could disengage, as you lose the argument in a cable car. See, so he's like, it, he's I trapped, to, it's like he's trapped, it's like you're you're having an argument in a cable car. Because you're it's trapped. The, it's the metaphor of family and disagreements in fa- within family.
1: You know, I didn't read it like that, I was going to ask you what you thought of that line. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I like that. I like it. I like it, Noel. Yeah. I think you added a context to this song for me that I never knew was possible. I think it's clever. I think it's a really clever metaphor. I, I think that's a clever metaphor. I think and, that, is, uh, that is pretty good. What I, is, I now, what is "what is eight seconds left in overtime" mean? What is that it, to you? Because now I'm, I, I really want to hear your read on it. Well, it's like. Seconds. It's, of yeah, I, I know. I get, I get.
0: I get. I know the song, Patrick. <laughs> but like, at least he's thinking about her, you know, and she's on his mind, even with everybody eight knows. Left yeah, in overtime. So it's like, okay, you'd rather really
1: know. He didn't really do as much for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like a
0: big. She's like really on his mind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's knows. playing, you know, he's playing football or some shit, and it's eight seconds left in overtime. He's to give out hurt.
1: Yeah, you know? actually, this song does give me distinct vibe, like Friday Night Light vibes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just me. Probably because eight seconds left in overtime. I don't know, but it does. It is very kind of like Archie Americana, Friday Night Lights. Footbally song. And all these songs obviously harken back to middle school for It's probably us. it's probably about a breakup. Let's be honest. It's Probably about a breakup. Yeah. And he's thinking yeah. about her. You yeah. know, she's on his mind. She's on his mind. Yeah. Those are, those are the hits. Those yeah. are the hits. Although, I think Look After You is as big of a hit. Well, not as big of a hit. But was also was also pretty big, at least at least in the Perkins radio crowd. Mm. Um, and for this one. This is a good, this is like one of the, this is is one
0: of the second tier
1: songs. Yeah, this is one of the better ones of the rest of the album. And I, oh God, there's a line on here that I can't tell if I love or I hate. It's, um, God, what is it? Hold on. Let me, let me, I I, want to make sure I get it right. Mm -hmm. So, forget the urgency, but hurry up and wait. I don't know if I hate it because it doesn't make any sense, yeah. or love the "hurry up and wait" part. Yeah, because I think "hurry up and wait" just is a really just is a is a good single line. I think that's a very good single line, but it also doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. My heart is starting to separate. The so next line, so it doesn't really you know, add, add that much context. But apparently, it's written for his wife. And as much as I think the hook is lazy. Um, just, oh, 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 be my baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy Hook. The lyricism of of this Frey album kind of took me back in that it wasn't as completely shallow, or at least you can read into it more. This is what I wanted to ask you. I
0: think this album and Frey in general are surprisingly dark. Hmm. And surprisingly, like, they're talking about, like, relationships between friends you know, yeah. like depression and sadness, and like it's it's generic, but See, like that's really honestly pretty atypical for a for a band like this. Yeah.
1: For a band like this with their kind of sound, mm-hmm. which is which was atypical of like the nearest thing I could compare them to is like a Coldplay, yeah, of like the piano rock kind of stuff. Honestly, their sound fits more for Trains album covers than, mm-hmm. than Trains does, but yeah, it is dark. The, the, the problem for me, uh, on an album-length ba- basis, is how they're a little one-note dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sustained over 12 tracks. The kind of mood of this album, mm-hmm. the vibe of it, I, would just, I wasn't feeling it over the course of the track. And there's not a whole lot of variation in terms of... You get a little at the beginning, and you get mm-hmm. a little, little bit towards the end but Uh there's not a whole lot of variation sonically or just song structurally like like we were talking about earlier all of their hooks sound pretty similar but beyond that the way they structure songs and the instrumentation they pick in their songs is, is very very similar there are a few exceptions um they have one song which um, one's the one where it gets a little grungy? So that was that's Little House. I wanted to talk about little that. Little House. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Little House is my second favorite song on the album. Oh, God. Well, second favorite besides the two. Really disagree. I think... Okay. Really I'm going to say... For me, I'll tell you why. Because I don't really like any of these songs. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just, let's just get that yeah, out of the way. Over my head to jam. But, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's neither here nor there. Little House, for me... I was I was I was fading fast towards tracks ten and nine. It was all just starting to blend together, and there wasn't really that much in terms of lyrical, like okay moments for songs like "Dead Wrong" or "Vienna." Although some of the instrumentals are getting a little more interesting, De- "Little House" at least stood out to me yeah. in a very in a very like two thousands grungy kind of way. The guitar fills aren't. Awful.
0: The guitar riffs, Okay, here's here's my thing with Little House. <laughs> like it's the fray trying to be like. Who Dank?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it still feels like it still feels like the fray being like I'm a big boy.
1: Yeah, I'm angry. This you know, song definitely doesn't work for a more just straightforward rockier. And also, some of these guitar fills are just cheese they're <laughs> just craft sales yeah. level of just like wah wah cheese yeah it's really weird and it's it's completely out of place but when you're 11 tracks in on a fray album it was just what i needed it was just what i needed to to plow through which i think is probably because where it lands on the album i'm sure if i listen to it um time out looks like we got ourselves a a visitor we got ourselves a guest <laughs> we got ourselves who could it be it's none other than podcast it's regular who Nathan is it? Hill. Who is it? Oh, he, oh he's out. He's, <laughs> he's back in. It's <laughs> Nate. Whoa. Whoa. Podcast regular Nathan Hill. This is perfect. The whole crew is back. Mm hmm. But I want to keep talking about the last song of this album, which yeah. is Trust, Trust Me. Trust Me. And again, maybe because of where it's placed. I cannot really make it through this song. I think it is the most boring, the most, and it's longer too. And it comes after it comes after Little House, and it 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 straight up just doesn't work coming Mm -hmm. after Little House. It does not transition well. It's really jarring, and it's just it's it's my my whole note is this is a boring ass closer. I'm done. I couldn't. I couldn't. I I don't even. I can't do Mm -hmm. that song.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, no, a lot of these songs from essentially Heaven Forbid to like the second, the entire second half of the album is like extremely similar, just lots of pianos, lots of, and I, I wanted to make very clear that I like, I see you, Frey, I see your bit, you write a chorus one way. You do that, the the drummer does the thing, he goes, and then they go, and there's like either a piano or a guitar
1: arpeggio going on. There's pianos just thumping, thumping. they're not playing, they're just thumping the piano. Mm -hmm. And then there's just a a painfully generic guitar riff kind of floating in the background, muddied
0: up. Sounds awful.
1: There's no bass to be made of.
0: No, the last comment I had, I guess, because I didn't have a ton of comments and most of these, unless you want to talk about the lyrics, is that Vienna the op- there's a lot of like interesting little instrumental tidbits. I think the, the opening of Vienna.: The, the opening, opening of, Vienna Vienna of Vienna sounds like a Bon bear song. Really? Like, it really does. Listen to it here you, uh, you can yeah. you can you can pop it on. Like I, I didn't get that. Listen let me, let me, to when the drums come in and just like imagine like a little like lo-fi haze over it.
1: No, yeah, it does. Sounds like a deathcap song. Okay, well,
0: all I'm saying is were the fray mid-aughts indie rock pioneers
1: not on any level no yes (laughs) no they were not yes they were I'll I'll say this about the fray deceptively I don't want to say deep but a little more than skin deep there is there is it's a change of pace at the very least from Train yeah from
0: a lot of these like pop rock bands
1: there is more to the fray than first meets the eye Mm -hmm. but definitely not enough for them to sustain a whole album yeah. they they switch it up a little bit. Kevin Bad is a different singer who has, somehow has less personality than Mr. Tom York Bono. yeah um also, I mean something i mean I just wanted to get some quick points out. I don't think their harmonies work very well whenever they do harmonize no um there's the, the one one of the songs that I think stood out the best in terms of just sonically well. He has, a solo, he has a solo piano song. I can't remember which one it is, because that's what this album does to me. But that at least had an interesting piano part that wasn't just something. So there's that. But overall, this album really didn't do much for me. Um, I got a few songs that I'm not going to really return to, but were better than the rest. And there's songs like Heaven Forbid and and Fall Away and Trust Me that are just so boring and lifeless that I, I, I never really ever want to hear him again. But, you know what this, what this album does have going for it, right? It is the undisputed hospital, detective, and Hollywood drama soundtrack album oh, yeah. of, of our generation. Yeah. Undis- you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, a list of what just over my head has been used in. Mm -hmm. Grey's Anatomy, Scrubs, One Tree Hill, The Hills, Ghost Whisperer, Cold Case, NCIS. That's a lot of fucking shows. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking shows. That's really impressive. And that's one of their songs. That's not even how to save a life. That's not even how to save a life. Come on.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. That really makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I heard, uh, over my head, parentheses, cable car, being played at Napa Auto Parts today. Like, it's, it's, it's around. Yeah. It's persisted. It's still around. It's still around. In spite of
1: everything. And that's what... Uh, the point of this um is as much as I didn't really care for it, I've heard All at Once before. I've heard Look After You. I've heard Over My Head Cable Car. and I've heard How to Save a Life. When we talk about Train... Mm-hmm. Excellent transition. Yeah. Um... There, there is not that. No. There is just drops of Jupiter on this album, in terms of songs that have left an impact on even radio. Yeah. It's ju- it's it's literally just that, and I mean, if you what, what do you think about drops of Jupiter?
0: I think it's a rad fucking song. It's a fucking jam. Yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. real
1: fucking jam. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's fucking tell me, did you it across the sea? I like when it you talk about dude, we talk about
0: deep fried deep fried chicken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
0: I, I was looking that up because I didn't. So the lyric is can you imagine no love fried deep fried chicken? <laughs> 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 like what what
1: <laughs> Train like, is down home, man.
0: Like, You're soulful. And here. then there's another one. Where where is that lyric? There's another lyric that it just it just like fucking flies out at you. It's like the best soy latte that you yes, ever had. Yes, it is the
1: best soy latte that you've ever had. <laughs> what oh, does that mean? Fuck Yeah, dude, this <laughs> song is rad as hell. And I actually, in looking up a little bit more about it, I actually like the message of it more because um, I like this song, and it is apparently about. Um, the death of the lead singer's mother. Oh <laughs> shit! Right? <laughs> and here's why I think that's fucking awesome. <laughs> because there is no, there is not a hint <laughs> of Frey-esque. No way! I, no. Like you get none of that no. from this song. <laughs> but this song. <laughs> God. But you get you get reminders. You're talking about deep home, deep fried chicken. chicken. You're talking about. You know, it's it's not only is it a kind of an uplifting. It sounds celebratory. It's an uplifting song. It's a solid vocal performance. I think if you're gonna, you know, I've heard a million songs about people talking about their dead wives or brothers or sisters or parents and shit like mm-hmm. that. But I haven't heard. I mean, well, I is she
0: like in heaven and she's like yeah, traveling around? She's space? she's floating through space.
1: She's going. Oh, tell shit. me, did you, you know she's, yeah. she's traveling around the stars? You know, did you, yeah. that is a really. I think a nice take on the whole my mom died thing. Yeah. It's, it's celebratory. No, it's, I, it's really I it's, it's a really it was, nice. I thought it was
0: segment. just about like I thought that it was about just like a girlfriend. Yeah. And she had like left and she was coming back. And I, I was like, wow, you know, these lyrically like it's really clever.
1: Yeah.
0: Like with all of the the stellar illusions and mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and the soy latte thing. <laughs>
1: If, I, if I'm not mistaken that ties into the Milky Way. Well, oh. it could it could it could. Let's not. <laughs> Can you imagine our first dance freeze drive Boom. Choo- romance. The five. the alliteration is pretty good too. Yeah. I think I think most of most of this song just just works. It's a really nice song. It's got a it's got a really good vibe to it. If I had a flaw, um I don't think you necessarily Needed the digital strings, and yes, I do think those are digital strings. Oh. Um, Only
0: the best for the fret.
1: Yeah, uh, Train. And sure. the, yeah. the nahs at the end are a little, nah, nah, nah. You know, I'm not nah. a big fan of it. You know what? I'll give they it. wrote a good song. They wrote give a good song. I'll, I'll give it they to them. They can nod out. I think Drops of Jupiter is my favorite track on either of the albums that we that we listened to. In that, after I've listened to both of those albums... This one was stuck in my head. I, wanted, I still want to listen to this more. Of all the songs on both of these albums, I actually have Drops of Jupiter downloaded on my computer. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying this is an amazing song. I'm not saying that this is like a groundbreaking, amazing, but I, it's a, it's, it's a pl- I, I, I like the song. I think it's a jam. Uh, what it, I don't know if I
0: like this song more than the, the two Frey songs. I do. I have less of a personal relationship with it in the way that you guys were like, you've heard Jobs of Jupiter. And I was like, I don't think I have. And then I played it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard this on the radio a million yeah. times. Um, that's, that's probably that's probably the extent of it, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because I, mean, I
1: don't have a personal relationship.
0: It's with it's, it's it's a mo- much more lit song, it's for lit. sure.
1: It's lit as hell.
0: Than the Frey songs. But... Does it make me feel as much as the Frey songs?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. I, I you know, I when I listen to the Frey songs, I'm not I'm not feeling palpably
0: you know, like
1: they don't they don't make me dredge up an emotion of the same lost or that he's singing about in the Frey. Yeah. But I still I still do I still get those good vibes on listening mm-hmm. to Drops of Jupiter. And that's for me, this is what that whole Train album was more than anything, more than songs even was was a vibe, mm-hmm. which was kind of generic, s- down home, slightly rootsy, kind of countryish. Not mm-hmm. co- uh, they're like the country down home Sugar Ray. Not really. Don't. No. That's not. True. I don't think that's true at all. That's not true at all. I think Bray are
0: like really, really Train. I think Train. God, their names are like
1: I know exactly It's actually the same tripping me up as well
0: um, I think they're just Really, really sanitized Like classic rock Yeah Like eagles Kind of But less country It's like yeah. bluesy It's like bluesy It is
1: bluesy. It's Soul Patrol This is like yeah. American Idol Style yeah. Blues Uh-huh if that, There was a season Of American Idol When there was this guy That sang blues blues music Air quotes are on blues hmm but you're totally right. But what, what I think this album has hands down over the Frey album, for me at least, is it um, production. I think the production on the album is much, is of a yeah. much higher quality. And I think the instrumental palette and just the way they play it, the, 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 way, the, the, the way their instruments are performed, the way it's assembled, I think is of yeah. a higher quality than the Frey
0: I will agree. There's a lot more variety in the arrangements.
1: It I made think. it less of a slog. to. Li- yeah. It was still a slog to listen to. Yeah, it is. But it made it less of a slog to listen to because it was more for me to pick out and listen to. Mm-hmm. I think the bass lines pretty uniformly across this album are pretty, pr- can be pretty tight, pretty good. Pretty so- a, co- a couple pretty solid bass lines. Um, Getaway's got a good one. Um Something More is a pretty good one. And there's, like, there's there's touches of, like, steel guitar. I think there was a vibraphone or a xylophone okay. somewhere in there. I, um,
0: yeah, if you want to talk about the steel guitar, I think the vibraphone's on the song, too. Yeah, Let It Roll. Let It Roll. After he stops singing, like, the, the last third of Let It Roll mm-hmm. is beautiful.
1: I think that's my main problem with his with with this whole album is that it's usually when he's singing he sings, over it yeah. it's like oh, cuz instrumentally I don't mm-hmm. it's generic and it's like it's it doesn't really go anywhere a lot of the time but it's pleasant it's good vibe mm-hmm. music for sure and it's got some stuff I love like slide guitar but let it roll again it doesn't it it never turns into anything interesting but it's the music on it is is very appealing.
0: Yeah. I think if they just vamped on like the, yeah, I think it's just one chord. Like the the the, the end of Let It Roll, if mm-hmm. that was just like 10 minutes, I could listen to that.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. To call it like New Age or some shit.
1: Yeah. You, they could do I that could a lot really, of songs.
0: I could really vibe to, to Let It Roll, stretched out, without him singing on it. Get, let's get those seeds. Let's get those seeds and do a remix. We got it. You know, just, <laughs> just take his voice Turn
1: it. Put we'll, some reverb we'll on ride it. Ride the freight the train and we'll make yeah. it. Take it to a better destination. Yeah. What I was disappointed on as well is, is, and what I was expecting because of Drops of Jupiter, is there is a severe lack of memorable hooks on this, on this whole album.
0: Yeah. Just, just so, the melodies are really weak in general. Weak in general. Yeah, um, yeah, I, like, I forgot my notes, and because of that, I don't really remember anything past, like, they're all the same, like, from track 5 to track 11, Yeah, there's just nothing to say.
1: There, I will say there are a few, there, there are some highlights on this album for me, again, I'm, I'm not gonna return to many of these at all, but instrumentally are usually where most of the highlights go in but i think with the um She's on fire is good. She's on fire is it's it's got a pretty good groove. It, it's got a good groove. It's got a good guitar. But again it doesn't got a hook. It really just doesn't have a good no. hook. No. And that's a major problem throughout the album cuz like i said when i'm listening to these albums i want something. <laughs> I just want a good mm-hmm. hook. I want a good song. And i think that's what the fray does as sanitary as that album is too that's what the Frey does just infinitely better than train on these albums is they write competent songs songs mm-hmm. in terms of just melody and structure these songs can go nowhere i mean like they they have a good groove going they sound very good they're produced very well a lot of the time but they just don't go anywhere but there's a few songs that i think a, a more low-key, melodic approach works. Like um, Mississippi, do you remember the closing track at all? Mississippi's all right. Mississippi, yeah. I mean, it's it's again, it doesn't go anywhere. That's a problem for me. Is that actually, no, fuck this song. <laughs> it's a slow burner, and it doesn't go anywhere. But, again, there's a little more in, in, instrumental variety. There's a faint sax in there. That sounds pretty nice, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's got a solid bass groove. The, the constant guitar fingering can get...
0: There's yeah, the whole
1: song that's, involved, right? that's the thing, it's, it's, it's a really... But it can get a little, like
0: you it's said... It's just a meandering song that doesn't accomplish much in
1: But like you said, at, at the best it's instrumentals for these, they're, they're good mood, they can get a little, like you said, the last part of Let It Roll can get almost like a little ethereal, a little new agey. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, I think that's <laughs> the best you can hope for on a lot of these songs.
0: All I'm saying is, you know, you got this you got this faint sax. This is not a sax, this is a uh, trumpet. It's a trumpet? It's like a commuted trumpet. Okay. Still little uh still nice. little uh little um lo fi indie influence, maybe. Creeping that in. Airplane,
1: that, mm-hmm. that airplane that that aeroplane that neutral milk back in there. Um that's kinda what it sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't mind certain songs on here. I think the highlights for me were um, I think About You was pretty good. Getaway yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. Getaway, About You and Drops of Jupiter were, were pretty solid. At least in terms of just the songwriting aspects. I think they're a little bit stronger. About You has a different beat or a more interesting beat. Not all of these songs sound as you. Have, they have a very similar vibe, but how they get there is a little different. So I like the beat. Um they put some some ooh some some wacky effects on some of the guitars and pianos and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's cheesy, but it's pretty fun. The chorus melody and harmony aren't too bad at all, really, at least comparatively to the rest of the album. Uh I think the lyrics are pretty bad. I didn't say anything about the lyrics, chorus melody. Yeah. Harvey. Well, are. no.
0: I'm, I'm, well, now I'm saying the lyrics are pretty bad. Yeah. They're not about much. They're mostly about relationships, I guess. Yeah. Whipping lyric- boy is really bad.
1: Whipping boy is really bad. Yeah. But it's a rocker.
0: How does this melody go? I'm gonna sing the chorus. I'll be your whipping boy. Get a load. Just, dude, knock it off.
1: It's, it's got a fucking weak
0: chorus. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these have, like, choruses that are so weak to the point where you don't really realize that they're choruses. The whole
1: point, uh, another like, word for chorus is hook. You yeah. Hook me in. you got to yeah. make it memorable. No chorus on here, with the exception of Drops of Jupiter. They need really to do the thing They mind. need
0: to do the thing where the drummer, like they need to take a page from <laughs> Frey and let people know it's the fucking chorus. So if
1: these guys doo, came doo, together doo, 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 doo. Yeah. If, if you took Train's instrumental variety uh-huh. and their palette and you mixed it with Frey's ability to at least write a, a semi-catchy, if bland pop song and maybe a little more, take the lyrics from both you think we could get something we genuinely like out of these out of these two powerhouses. Uh It's stretched to say that. <laughs> yeah.
0: But there's a chance.
1: There's A chance. Gotta be optimistic. Do,
0: here's here's a more concrete question. Do you think if you took your favorite tracks from both these albums and made one album, like one 12 track album, do you think it would be a good album.
1: I don't have enough tracks. I like out of here to make a twelve track album. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think if you took Drops of Jupiter, about you, you could get about you could get an EP. Yeah, EP or like a short. You could do like a seven eight track album uh, of like, four tracks of each. I at least am okay with four tracks off of each. So, yeah, yeah, I could, yeah. You, you could get in, like a, a short album out of this. 30 minutes, both of these albums are like 50 minutes long, yeah. Uh, which is not an outrageous length for an album, but it feels like it, if <laughs> you're listening to both of these albums yeah. back to back. If this was like a 30 minute record, eight songs, um, I like a, a split, you know, maybe, I could get in, I still wouldn't I like it though, I still wouldn't like it, I still would I not. I still
0: wouldn't like, I think it's all, it's important to say after this entire discussion that I still like, even the songs I'm saying I like, I don't like. I don't like that much. I like no. three songs. I would, I want to listen to three of these songs. I would like to listen to Jobs of Jupiter, Over My Head, Parentheses, Cable Car, and How to Save Life. I think and I, have I don't drops think any of, of the other songs are particularly worthwhile. No, they're only worthwhile when you're like, "Fuck, I have to listen to this train album." At least I can listen to this song. It's not that bad.
1: That's a good note to make. Yeah. All the songs that are are good or only good in the context right of exclusively listening to these two albums. They're better is what we should say. Mm-hmm. For me, all I get out of both of these is I still like Drops of Jupiter. I have a new appreciation for how to save a life, although I still don't like them musically and melodically the song very much. And Over My Head is still a jam. So that's what I get out of 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 both of these records is Two maybe three songs that I that I ever will really want to come back to. Yeah. Which is a, which is we we can't do this again. <laughs> can't no, we
0: need again. to. Uh, we need to to do either better albums or albums more that are just more entertaining to yeah. listen to.
1: But that means we're kind of winding down. So mm-hmm. it it this this it comes to conclusion time yeah. of these two records. The phrase "How to Save a Life" and "Trains Drops of Jupiter," which do you think is the more worthwhile album? I think it's uh I think it's "How to Save a Life." All right.
0: Why? I just think that I just think the songwriting is stronger. I think there are two songs on this record that I really like compared to one on the "Train" album. And I think that While there's more, like, instrumental variety... I I think it's close. I think there's more instrumental variety on the Train album. But I think there's more of a... The Fray does a couple different songwriting things and kind of genre things. Like, maybe... That kind of shake it up in the the second half of the okay, record. Okay. They,
1: they do like a piano ballad and then like a little bit of
0: rock. Yeah, bass. and and I think lyrically, Frey is conclusively better. Yeah,
1: with the exception of Drops of Jupiter, uh-huh. we both touched on why I like that song. So, much.
0: um, other than that, other than that, there's just there's just a lot of tuneless songs on the train album. Yeah, and that's hard to get over.
1: So for me, it's it really depends on what you want out of the album. Because for me, I I liked a lot of the instrumentals, for the most part on the Train album. I liked the variety. I liked hearing different instruments. And after listening to the Fray, I think listening to the Train album as an album, listening to it front to back is easier even though the songs aren't necessarily there and the mm-hmm. melodies are weaker I think it's easier to listen to the album because it's not just a smudge it's, it's it, it doesn't just it doesn't have a uniform smudgy kind of muddy sound which I th- and I think the production is is of a higher caliber so in, in terms of what I would rather just listen to subject musically to. yeah it would have to be trained but in terms of what I think I mean is Probably the better album, um, in terms of songwriting, um, melodies, overall vocal performances, and, and lyrically, I think I'm gonna have to give it to. Um, I think I'm gonna have to give it to the Fray overall. All
0: right. Is that is that a vote for the Fray?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, well. I, You know what? No, I'm going with Train. I'm going with Train. Oh shit, he's going with Train? Because I got to go... He's going with Train! I got to go with what I would prefer to listen to if I'm subjected to either of these. I'm going to prefer to listen to something where I... It doesn't... It's not... Train isn't as boring to listen to, musically. Mm. Musically, it's just not. And the production's better. And there's more instrumental variety. And that goes a lot more... A longer way for me to make the album listenable than just having better lyrics on the phrase, because I think instrumentally the phrase album is really weak. Yeah. And that's I think so. That's 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 so. Again, we find ourselves at a stalemate, which which can only mean one thing: leave it up to Nate. We gotta leave it up to Nate. <laughs> We're coming at it again. So Nate, this time we didn't argue. We're not arguing. No. We're keeping it very mellow. We're keeping it chill. Keeping it chill. You know, we're on we're on good terms. Mm-hmm. Despite what the gossip mongers might have you believe. We're we're cool. So based on what you heard, what you heard coming in. Although you kind of missed a little bit of the fray.
0: Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't have to take into account any of this. He just has to say what he thinks is better. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: What do you think is better, fray or train? Right? Oh <laughs> guess what? That means I win. That means you got your first win. You got your first win. Don't get cocky. It
0: doesn't mean I win. That's the whole point of this, is it doesn't mean I win. <laughs> so I can't, on moral principle, I can't go down this slippery slope and say declare victory. You won. It means that the album I happen to vote, it, vote for. Um, and with that, we're going to conclude our... First Sad Moth podcast that has lasted under an hour, and I think that is a major accomplishment.
1: That is a major accomplishment, although, you know, our true fans will listen to however long we want to talk. No. You, know, you, know, you know who you are. You yeah. know who you are. Well, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Train. Frey. Yeah. Freight train. Freight train.
0: Freight train.
1: Choo-choo. Get her done. Get no respect, no respect at all. Um Alrighty then Um Can't think of any other comedy tag lines or anything. Skidoosh. Skidoosh end it there.